millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Friday Night Livestream. Joining me in the studio tonight for the very first time, author of Caused Unknown, the epidemic of sudden sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 is none other than Ed Dowd. Now, Ed is currently a founding partner of Finance Technologies. He's worked on Wall Street most of his life. And early on in the pandemic, Ed started looking at numbers that seemingly nobody else cared to even acknowledge and identified a disturbing trend that continues to this day. Tonight, we're going to be talking about his research, the work he's done, obviously the contents of the book. If you'd like to get yourself a copy, the link is in the description box below, but we're going to go ahead and drop it right now. And if you guys wouldn't mind, do me a favor and hit the like button. You can help us out by sharing the show, and that would be greatly appreciated. Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this. 
So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the Carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us, and please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, Mr. Ed Dowd. Ed, how are you, sir? Good to be here, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. Uh, Very, very happy to have you here. It's a pleasure to be able to host you. Um, As I was saying in the introduction, you've done some research that I think has uh, shown a light on some really disturbing trends and uh, something that is persisting to this day. Obviously, you wrote the book uh, some time ago. I believe it came out last December, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we've had almost a year of uh, additional data that uh, hopefully you've had the opportunity to go ahead and look into. But as I was saying, you're, you had a career on Wall Street. How did your career on Wall Street prime you for the work you're doing right now? Yeah, Wall Street uh, is very interesting. It's uh, the job on Wall Street is to make your clients money, and you make your clients money by identifying changes and trends before everybody else does. So you have to be early and right. And whether it's a stock or a, a currency or a, a commodity or an asset class, you have to figure out the shift before everybody figures it out. So you notice uh, that you follow trends, you follow uh, statistical signals. And, you know, I apply the same skill sets to excess deaths, disabilities and injuries. And uh, the the trend change seems to all have started around 2021. And my thesis is pretty simple. It's the it's it's the V word vaccines. And there's no other explanation, in my humble opinion, but I'm open to criticisms and other uh, explanations, but after we get done with the data I dump with you guys, you'll see that, you know, it's, it's really the only logical conclusion. Yeah, I don't think you're going to find any dissenting voices in the audience tonight. We've been following this quite closely, and uh, at times it seems shocking to me, like the level of cognitive dissonance that's out there in just generalized society. People seeing the results, uh, you know, we've got eight-year-olds having heart attacks. You've had incidents of heart-related uh, sicknesses uh, increasing. I don't even know how many fold, but it's way more than what we've had before. You've got these strange blood clots. Uh, you've got uh, increased incidents of disabilities across the board. Uh, tell us, what was the first thing that you noticed during the pandemic that made you stop and say, something's not right? Uh, well, like most people, 
And especially because I'm on Wall Street, I was in fear about COVID before anybody knew COVID existed because that's my job is to get information. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was, I knew it was coming in January. So I, I I did the fearful thing and ran to Costco and bought all my toilet paper a month before everybody on Maui did. <laughs> and, 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 no, I did. I went to I, I, I went to I went to Costco. No one was in panic yet. I was in panic. Uh, and then I kept telling my friends they thought I was crazy. Then the news announces it, and then it becomes real to these dopes. Sure. So then they panicked. Um, but then, with about a month, uh, pretty quickly afterwards, I started to smell some some uh, some BS. And the first thing that I saw that really opened my eyes was when the Federal Reserve President James Bullard, of the St. Louis Fed, one of the Fed systems, one of the governors of the Fed, uh, he gets on Face the Nation. And he's asked a series of, and this is April 5th of 2020. He's asked, you know, a question uh, by, I forget who was interviewing him. One of the, one of the named folks said, uh, 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 President Bullard, how are we going to reopen the economy uh, with all this fear and, and, and illness and death? And he said, and he smiled and he said, well, uh, we have some new surveillance technologies and testing technologies where we could, uh, you know, test every day and issue immunity badges. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, I, and that's when I said, whoa, what is a Federal Reserve president doing uh, 30 days after lockdowns talking about immunity badges? My mind immediately went to gold stars like Nazi oh, yeah. Germany. And then I then I said, well, they're they're going to they're going to issue a vaccine. So I started on Twitter talking about vaccine passports early er, in 2020. And people called me a conspiracy theorist, and that all came true. And on my Twitter feed, I have a pinned uh, tweet. It's in the form of a dystopian movie script that I wrote, uh, predicting basically everything that unfolded. Because once I saw that the central bankers and politicians were involved, whether COVID was uh, a plan or or an act of God, they're certainly using it as an excuse to implement an agenda. That agenda is uh, uh, crowd control, digital IDs that lead eventually to central bank digital currency. So I was, I was suspicious a month after. And I, and then curiously enough for the whole of 2020, I didn't know one person who got COVID, not one, not one on the Island of Maui. And the reason I suspect that happened is because COVID was already here on Maui in the fall because everyone was getting a strange new illness. I remember it uh, distinctly, but we weren't told to be in fear of it yet. And it was a really bad flu and people couldn't shake it for two or three weeks, and it took people out. Uh, and uh, then, so so the people of Maui got immunity. So when the tourists came in uh, January, February, uh, uh, and March, before they locked down, there were about 800,000 tourists that came through Maui. Um, people had already gotten, gotten the COVID. So no one got COVID then afterwards because they built up natural immunity. <laughs> then when the vaccines came out, they started getting everyone started getting COVID again in 2021. I got COVID eventually. I never got the vaccine, but I finally got it from the vaccinated. Good for you. So that, for you. That, that, that was my that was my awakening. And then when the vaccine came, uh, I was not going to take it for three simple reasons. It was Operation Warp Speed, which sounded like a disaster. Uh, I knew that it was a new novel technology, never tested on humans. And I knew also that vaccines t- take seven to ten years to be tested on humans before they're put in someone's arm. I thought naively, I thought everybody would do what I would do and wait. But I didn't realize the propaganda campaign that was being unleashed. And pretty quickly I did when I started hearing advertisements on the lo- local Maui news radios 
uh, basically get go get your your FDA approved uh, vaccine, which at the time it wasn't officially approved. It was authorized under EUA. So they were just lying even then. So it was just well, it was just disgusting. What, what about what I mean, what about the fact that everybody wasn't witnessing piles of of dead bodies in body bags. I mean, certainly it, it wasn't you, you didn't have the people falling in the street, uh, 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 seizing up and uh, having the, the, the supposed symptoms they were displaying in China. Uh, you guys obviously didn't have um, the the bulldozers pushing bodies into mass graves like they supposedly had in New York. I was in Michigan. The entire state was shut down and basically everybody was told to stay home. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I would go to Ohio and it was a total different world. It was like people were walking around. It wasn't a bunch of uh, nervous Nellies staying six feet apart. But I mean, even like without the presence of symptoms and evidence, why do you think it is that the people of Hawaii bought into it and, and took the vaccine? Because I mean, from what I understand, Hawaii was a fairly large adopter of it. Well, uh, Hawaii was propagandized and I think a testing ground. We as a state uh, get more in federal government support than we remit in taxes. So Hawaii uh, sucks on the teat of the f- federal government. So that the officials went hard and the propaganda went hard. There's also local Hawaiians uh, are a trusting people, and uh, they ca- and, and they live in they all uh, live in extended family units. That's just tra- the, the, the the tradition, the way they go. So they were very susceptible to. Uh, you know, protect grandma, protect grandma. So they, they, they bought into that hard, unfortunately. Now, when, when, when you say native Hawaiians, are you talking about like ethnically native Hawaiians? You're talking about like Americans that live on the state in the state of Hawaii and have been there for a long time, because from what I understand, mostly ethnic ethnic Hawaiians, but you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of blue uh, people in the state that lost their minds, especially in Oahu. The island of Maui was different. Maui is kind of a, kind of a hippie island there's a lot of healing uh people come here to heal and uh um become hippies so uh there was a there was there's definitely uh kind of a, a nascent group of people here who were not going to take anything into their bodies yeah uh and, and so there was a hippie movement that i actually became friendly with <laughs> kind of be, i kind of become half hippie like i don't you know they, but they they were they were mostly against uh you know forced government injections yeah. Yeah. Because uh, from what I understand, uh, obviously, you, you've got that contingent of people, natural living, you know, people who are going to eat organic and they don't want uh, unnecessary medications. But also, you know, the uh, the the attitude of native Hawaiianers um, or uh, Hawaiian Islanders, rather, um, from what I understand, they're very untrusting of the white man of the U.S. government because there is some level of controversy about the legality of Hawaii being a state. Did those people also take the vaccine? Uh, as a result of being forced to by federal programs or were they part of that group that said, hell no, I'm not going to put this in me. So basically uh, the Hawaiian Islanders are uh, mostly compliant, trusting folks, but there's 20 to 25% that want to break away and reestablish the Hawaiian kingdom. Those people were my allies in this. They didn't take, they didn't take the vaccine. So it was strange bedfellows during the mandates. You know, I was hanging out with uh, vegans, uh, hippies, (laughs) Uh, you know, people want to break away from uh, the United States, uh, you know, different ethnic groups, dif- different sexual orientations. But we all have one thing in common, which was, uh, hell no, we're not taking this thing. 
That's great, though. You know, I mean, I, I love the idea that this particular issue can bring people together because, you know, if, if we submit to tyranny, if we uh, find ourselves in an authoritarian 1984 type scenario, then it's it's done. It really doesn't matter what you put in your body. It doesn't matter, you know, who you go to bed with. I mean, that's that's it. You're never going to recover from that. So no, I, I agree. And th- that was one of the lessons for me. I, I kind of coined the phrase team humanity. Mm-hmm. We kind of all realized quickly that all the all the uh, things that had quote unquote divided us, the labels we gave each other, were meaningless when it came down to the fact that uh, they wanted to take away our freedom, and we all bonded together. So you know, I I, I I've ha- I have new friends that are, that I never would have uh, you know called allies before, which is great. And if you had told me 20 years ago when I was on Wall Street at BlackRock that I'd be you know speaking on Earth Day at a hippie event about Pfizer and Moderna and the vaccine deaths, I would have told you you were insane. So do you feel like you dodged a bullet uh, by by no longer working at BlackRock as well? Because there's a fair amount of uh, animosity towards BlackRock that's uh, out there today as well. Well, forget BlackRock, all of Wall Street, all these all these people mandated. Fair enough. It. I mean, yeah. the problem the problem was, guess who led the way? Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley started uh mandating in august corporate america followed then biden issued his executive order for every every other company with over 100 people yeah uh th- this th- this was ridiculous lemming-like behavior and uh now that it's coming to light that th- that they did this there's no corporation that's going to ever admit this because they have uh they have legal liability at some point so if we're talking about actual like do you have like a timeline that you put on this you said sometime in 2021 uh when when deaths really started noticeably occurring well anecdotally it happened right away and i'm you know if you understand statistics and let's let's use a vaccine that's safe Mm -hmm. there are safe vaccines you know there's a debate about all vaccines but let's just say a traditional vaccine tetanus that has been yeah yeah (laughs) tetanus that's been used uh forever and ever are there se- severe adverse events with tetanus? You bet there sure are, but they're so rare and uh, so uncommon that you don't hear You should not be hearing anecdotes, not even one. Uh, but I was hearing multiple anecdotes right away. People getting uh, sick, getting COVID, having bad reactions, getting a lump in their throat, discontinuing the second shot. You know, again, during 2020, I didn't know one person in my extended friend group or uh, network that died. Then you started hearing about the uncle in the mainland who died mysteriously. He was 52. And you just started hearing weird stuff. So I knew something was up. So I, I, of course, I didn't have enough data because the data wasn't available. But, you know, I knew that if if there were going to be signs that something went wrong in South, it'd show up in the insurance company results and funeral home results. And sure enough, it, it did. Uh, at the end of 2021, they started losing money in their group life uh, units, and the funeral homes started beating and raising numbers. Then we've looked at, you know, the government databases, you know, U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, CDC, Eurostat, UK, ONS, and we're finding excess deaths all over the place, and it continues into 2023. It's a disaster. So have deaths accelerated, uh, or have they remained pretty consistent throughout this? They accelerated. Uh, there was a smoking gun in the third quarter of 2021 in the millennials in, in the group life uh, policies, the society of actuaries put out a report. They, they of course don't claim it's vaccines, but if you have a brain in your head, you can see what happened. So they show a table, different age cohorts. And for the whole year, 
excess claims for the group life insurance industry went up 40%. That's 40%. Wow. One executive is quoted as saying a 10% increase is a three standard deviation event or a once in a 200 year flood 40s off the charts. Okay. And let me, let me, for anyone who doesn't understand standard deviations, it's, it's a way to measure something from an average or a normal distribution curve. So there's an average, there's a norm yep. and a standard deviation is, is how far from the norm it is. Three is, is, is not is so far it only happens 0.3 percent of the time mm-hmm. and so a 3.8 standard deviation is the, is the probability of lightning hitting you once in your lifetime so anything above three we call black swan events on wall street mm-hmm. or in science it just it's an observation that it's just not supposed to it's very unlikely to occur so when they do occur with regularity it's called a signal and it's called a trend change so we have some trend changes going on and in the third quarter of 2021 uh, excess mortality prior to the third quarter was running around 30% in millennials uh, in the group life policy unit units. And then it shot up to 84% August, September, uh, October timeframe. Uh, why did it do that? Uh, my, my, my guess is job mandates. And that pulled a bunch of vaccine hesitant millennials off the sidelines. They got it as a group to keep their jobs and it spiked their, their excess mortality. The good news is it came back down but still running 25 to 30% as of uh, the last quarter is my whistleblower is telling me. So 25 to 30% is horrendous. That's again, you know, probably six, seven standard deviations above norm, which again, is like lightning hitting you at least once in your life. That's just crazy. Um, so you just mentioned whistleblowers. So is that how you're, you're getting the data on a continuing basis? You have people in the industry that are sneaking it out to you? Well, for the insurance industry, yes, yeah. but they do publish reports. I just get the, I just get the numbers ahead of time. Sure, but we don't need whistleblowers for the government data, which we've been uh, monitoring and updating. So we've been doing that. You know, we since the book came out in December, my team at Finance Technologies. I mean, I, I'm one of the founders. We uh, have Carlos and Yuri. They're both PhD physicists, and uh, uh, Carlos has a, another PhD in finance, so dual PhD. These guys are number crunchers. They know how to query databases. They know how to present the data. They know how to, to um, analyze what a normal trend is and smooth it for uh, population growth, population adjusted, noise adjusted. So this is very scientific. This is not just some dudes on the, on, on the Internet with some spreadsheets. This is, this is real analysis that could, if we wanted to, we could submit per, for peer review. But we all know that's a waste of time. I was going to I was going to suggest, I mean, uh, there's got to be at least one honest journal out there, right? I mean, or is that too much to ask? Is there uh, no place that you could actually publish this and have people pay attention to it? Yeah, Dr. McCullough uh, put out a a study uh, that was uh, peer reviewed. It got on there, then they then they got rid of it and Mm -hmm. they they depublished it. So this is this information it's life-saving for most of you. Uh, if you did get the vaccine, don't don't sweat it. Don't you know? Don't be in fear because uh, a lot of my family members got it. If you didn't get a, an adverse reaction right away and you didn't continue to boost yourself, you're probably fine. But my baseline advice is no more boosters and uh, don't take anything that doesn't work. It's uh, the thing's been proven to be not effective and not safe. So why yeah. would you take a product that doesn't work? And have you done any work to uh, compare and contrast um, any, anything having to do with the batch numbers? There's a, a website that a past guest who developed multiple sclerosis within days of taking her first Pfizer dose. 
uh, called How Bad Is My Batch? And you can go and look up your COVID vaccine batch number. And then uh, there's statistics. I, I mean, I guess it's anecdotal because it's people self-submitting, uh, but telling uh, the user basically how dangerous that particular batch is. And so I'm wondering if there's any trends uh, in terms of mortality in certain areas around the country, or if you even have something that you've broken down that far. No, we haven't looked at batches. Uh, we just looked at the country level, all-cause mortality, and it tells the same story in most countries. Yeah. There was a mix. The, the biggest smoking gun, aside from the Society of Actuary, you know, one-time event of millennials dying in the third quarter suddenly from 30% to 84%, uh, is the mix shift from old to young. So in, in, in 2020, mostly old people died in 500,000 excess deaths uh, above you know the average normal trend line baseline five years before. Uh, mostly old comorbidities. You can make the case, now that we have a, a lot of evidence coming forward, that they died from prevention of early treatment, you know, ventilators, remdesmavir, uh, you know, you, you know the deal. There's yeah. all sorts of... Uh, so yet the crime scene number one was prevention of early treatment so they can make way for the vaccine. Then crime scene number two is the vaccine. And then we had a mixed shift from old to young. So 500,000 people died in uh, 2021. And then suddenly young folks started to become a greater portion of the mix. You know, for instance, millennials, about 40,000 millennials died excessively in 2020, mm-hmm. 60,000 in 2021, a 50% increase. Um, Gen X didn't fare much better, 90,000 excess deaths in 2020, 120,000 in 2021. And that continues. So young people are not expected to die. Uh, they don't die, and they're dying. Uh, and they're dying excessively. And, that, and, and we saw this trend in a lot of the company, uh, countries in Europe. We saw it in the UK. Uh, we saw it in Australia. Australia is interesting because they had a different uh, time frame than us, and they locked down. And uh, they, they, uh, whatever they, whatever they did there, their excess deaths in 2020 were minus 4%. Then it went up slightly in 2021, a couple percent, and now it's 16 percent excess mortality for the whole country in 2022. So this, you know, they'll 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 blame COVID, but that's interesting. COVID's now a cold, so I guess I guess the Australians are weak and dropping dead from cold. <laughs> And how how about children? Um, well, I don't know what generation they would be considered, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, uh, if I remember correctly, for young men or between 12 and 16, there was a particular risk of myocarditis and, and cardiac related events. And I know that there were a lot of children whose parents gave them these vaccines. Were you able to track that? Well, in the UK, we have a smoking <clears throat> gun. Uh, there was a... Um, uh, the, uh, prior to their, so you know, in, you, in the UK, they didn't really start vaccinating one through 14 year olds until uh, November of 2021. Their excess mortality actually went negative in 2020 and, and, and 21, uh, primarily because of lockdowns, because the biggest cause of death for that age group is accidental. Okay. Mm. So less activity, less movement, less opportunity to, uh, to, to have accidents. Uh, but then starting in November of 2021, it rose and it now it's uh, it's running around 22 percent for one through 14 in 2022. It's a disaster. So, Ed, I, I, if this was any other time, I would imagine that these insurance companies and federal agencies, they would be scrambling to determine what was really going on. What's the cause of all this stuff? I mean, 
What actions have the insurance companies taken besides, I don't know, raising rates? <laughs> that, yeah, that, they're pricing through it. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, uh, there, there are whistleblowers within the insurance industry that knows what's going on, but they, the insurance executives mandated for their, themselves and their own employees mm. the vaccines. So they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Do you, do you admit yeah. that you poisoned your employees? There's a lot of cognitive dissonance. I, you know, I know one person who works with the senior leadership team, and they said uh, their CEO and CFO are like, you know, adamant booster people who get who scramble as soon as the new booster comes out to get it. And their their health seems to be on the decline, and, and they haven't put the two together. You can't make this up. There's wow. still a bunch of people out there, uh, and they th- this uh, this insurance company lies in one of the woke states. <clears throat> so there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of cultists uh, who believe in the establishment who can't put two and two together. It's kind of sad, actually. It is sad. I mean, <clears throat> at a certain point, though, I mean, I, I would imagine that somebody's going to have to start talking about it. I totally understand where you're coming from with the idea of them having a, a liability, forcing their employees to get it. But, I mean, there, there's got to be something that can be done. I mean, uh, perhaps uh, a suit coming from, you know, members of a, of a class, you know, being forced to have taken this. I know that there's a number of lawsuits that are ongoing right now. Uh, I know some Navy SEALs that were involved in a suit to try to stop their forced inoculations with the Department of Defense and the Pentagon. Um, but uh, I haven't really seen much from, um, you know, other groups. Yeah, eventually you would think somebody would, sh- would sue the insurance company saying that uh, you're losing money because you don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think these lawsuits are going to come to fruition. Look, uh, I don't know about you, but, it, you know, a year ago I was considered crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, le- I'm considered less crazy by me- most of my friends. It's kind of spreading word of mouth that these vaccines are a disaster. People openly call them the clot shot. Yep. And these are people that used that had gotten them. So it, it's spreading, but it's spreading not fast enough. And we don't we're, we're kind of living in this dystopian science fiction movie where the media, uh, the health authorities and the government are all pretending that everything's hunky dory. You can't make this. I've never, I feel like I'm in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely feels that way. Um, so how about in, in your personal life? Did, did you lose anyone that you uh, believe died as a result of taking these inoculations? Uh, thankfully, no. Uh, that's the good news. Um, I did lose a lot of friends who ghosted me once I started down my path. And uh, interestingly enough, some of them want to reach out to me, but I don't have time for them. They can go watch my videos if they want to get up to speed. <laughs> Uh, I definitely was wondering that, you know, I mean, uh, there's quite often I've I've spoken to many people that have been in your position. And, uh, you know, as time goes on, people start to look prophetic uh, because the future is proving, you know, what you were saying in the past. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. So do you think that this trend is going to continue? I I mean, as you said, it seems like a lot of people are kind of rejecting the vaccines. I know people who are like, oh, you know, I'm done after my fourth booster. I'm not going to bother to do this anymore because it's quite obvious that the numbers that they gave us about uh, mortality rates for COVID-19 or any of the COVIDs uh, were just completely fake. So is this going to continue or would it only continue if people kept getting boosted? Uh, I was hopeful that, that was going to be the case. Unfortunately, there there is evidence that medium term effects uh, are emerging. And the reason I say that is we're starting to see uh, a reacceleration of disabilities 
especially in the U.S. Um, we hit a high last year in September of 22 of 33.2 million disabled Americans. This is a survey done by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it's, an, it's, it's a self-identification. So it, it jumped up 3.2 million starting around February of 21 mm-hmm. to a high of 33.2. So of those 3.2 million, more than half were employed, which is very odd because employed people don't get disabled in mass because they're the healthiest amongst us. Uh, and the good news was it was kind of going sideways. I thought the trend was it was consolidating, and I was hoping that eventually the, 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 the trend would break and start going the other way. In June and July, it broke up and out, and we added another million uh, disabled individuals super quickly uh, in June. And that's on the population level, 16 through 64 uh, 16 and over. So that, that counts everybody even over 64, 16 and over. And the problem with that is I was hoping the data was bad and that it, it, it would, it would uh, the next month or two, it would come back down. Well, it hasn't. And we're not that far off the highs from June. And this month, the September numbers just came out. We added another 96,000 people. So we're right near the highs that we put in in June. And, uh, if this doesn't, if this trend doesn't reverse, Houston, we have problems economically, societally. Uh, you know, this 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 trend needs to stop, and that's my hope. But I'm not I'm not optimistic at the moment. So, what do you foresee for America if the trend doesn't reverse or begins to backtrack at least a little bit? I mean, obviously, you know, economic impacts and and so much more. But what specifically do you see happening? Well. Let's think. Let's think about this economically. So, if if we if the vaccines have just poisoned the workforce, and a certain percentage of the workforce that force is either going to be dead, disabled, and or injured, and injured shows up as chronically sick. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're missing a lot of work. Um, we did a study, a vaccine damage report, and for 2022, we, we identified 300,000 dead, probably too low, 1.36 uh, million disabled, and 26.6 million injured, meaning missing work constantly that's about a third of the labor pool because there's 100 million full-time u.s workers in the u.s that's a third of the labor pool so if these trends continue uh we have a an economy that breaks down supply chains break down services stop uh hospital uh weights extend and then it's just kind of it's kind of a feedback loop um looks like the preppers might be right long term (laughs) um and uh (laughs) We got a. I call it. I call it a glacially slow-moving Mad Max scenario. So it's not. You're not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be. Ad, you know. You're not gonna see it in the news. But you know. You if this if these trends don't turn around three years from now, you know things are gonna be a lot different. You know your Amazon boxes are gonna take forever to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck getting your car repaired. Uh, good luck uh, getting a, to, in to see a doctor. The, these kinds of things are gonna become harder and harder. And forget restaurants being open 24-7. That, that's going to go the way of the dodo bird. You know, what's interesting is I, I, I moved to Florida in 2021 from Michigan and Ohio. My fiance lived in Ohio. And when we, when we got here, uh, I was really surprised to learn that there weren't a bunch of 24-hour places open. And I hope it doesn't have anything to do with this. I, I was thinking perhaps I'm just too far out in the country uh, for it to, for myself to be able to enjoy the, the pleasures of the city. But um, it was a different uh, different thing altogether. And it does seem like 
business is shrinking like altogether. I mean, obviously, Amazon has taken a, a tremendous toll on uh, local businesses and, you know, I mean, storefront businesses. But this would be another thing entirely. Uh, you know, it seems like people can't find work, but at the same time, there is no employees for businesses to hire to take care of the work that already needs to be done. I'd like to get as a little dark on this because, um, I mean, coming from the financial world, um, had you been paying attention at all to the World Economic Forum and the the messaging that uh, Klaus Schwab was uh, sending out there early on in the pandemic, and you know the things that they'd like to do to society? Yeah. So prior to twenty twenty, I had no idea who these clowns were, and then it it seems to me with the pandemic they had a coming out party yeah. and they went. They went full on. Uh, uh, we are here. We are. We are. We are powerful. We are mighty. And uh, they started literally advertising. I mean, they started. To, they they promoted themselves. They came out from behind the shadows and declared, "Here we are. Here's the great reset. You will uh, own nothing. Be happy. And eat the bugs." Personally, I think I think it's a, the worst sales pitch on the planet. <laughs> it seems it, these these Bond villains. There, there's 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 such caricatures of Bond villains. I, me being like a, a worst strategist game theory person, it seems to me these people will be offered up as sacrifices at some point. We got to be worried about the beautiful, shiny people with a different solution. But you you put out this, you're going to eat the bugs, but then we're so happy when we don't have to eat the bugs. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's still a slave system. Sure. So. Um, uh, so we're, we're hurtling headlong towards this, uh, Mad Max 2.0 scenario. Um, well, we, we could be, but okay. we, we need to stop it. But yeah, yeah. If, if this doesn't stop, it's Mad Max 2.0. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, 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 I invoke the idea of that quite often because I mean, it seems like that I, I have a lot of faith in humanity. I have a lot of faith in the viewers of the show. And so I think that pretty much by and large, we're going to be fine. Um, but certainly there is a breakdown taking place in society right now. There also seems to be kind of a reversal of that, even in the Democrat areas, because uh, they're being affected in a way that they simply weren't before. You know, you defund the police and you let the criminals out on the street and wouldn't you know it, you know, things are going to get real bad. Uh, but then you take away uh, uh, services, you, you take away uh, opportunities to, to purchase the goods that you need just to survive every day and things get even harder. Um, also, on a global scale, the uh, the dollar is losing favor as the reserve currency of uh, many different countries. We've got BRICS, which is actively competing to take the stage in terms of that. Um, do you think that uh, there are uh, a number of factors at play that uh, could perhaps be pushing us closer to that Mad Max scenario that uh, we should also be addressing? Well, the dollar is interesting. So the dollar system, it's a debt-based fiat currency, and it's very misunderstood. Uh, dollars, uh, when you create a dollar, you create a corresponding debt. Yep. So credit creation drives the dollar down. And that's what the Federal Reserve actually likes. They like the dollar being driven down. When the dollar gets strong, that means there's a credit contraction and then dollars are scarce. I suspect when this all ends, the dollar fails up. Um, the dollar system is under assault long term by our partners. They've always hated the dollar because it's a weapon and we use it to control them. We always have. Uh, but they didn't talk about it openly and publicly. Now they are. Does that mean that they can launch uh, an alternative currency tomorrow? No, because if they did and try to, you know, uh, transact in it, 
their economies would, would implode because they're so tied into the dollar system and so much credit has been issued in dollar-denominated debt, they would just destroy themselves. So it's a long-term issue. And mind you, the U.S. military-industrial complex funds itself with its dollar reserve status. So if the dollar reserve status was truly under threat, you can bet your bottom dollar we're going to go to war over it. They'll, they'll pretty it up and propagandize it as, you know, war on, uh, for democracy. But, you know, you'll be fighting for the dollar's reserve currency status. So any, any real threat on the dollar, uh, there will be war and we will wage it and we will uh, make some nonsense up as to why we're going to war. Are you at all worried about the situation in Ukraine currently? Because obviously Russia is uh, kind of leading the pack with BRICS, and uh, it seems that I don't know it's uh, it's it's an unwinnable situation. But we're getting deeper and deeper every single day. Well, the good news is uh, this scam, this grift, uh, has been going on forever. Vietnam was a, a grift. Um, the the Gulf War was a grift, and then the. Uh, Afghanistan, and then the second Gulf War were a grift. Libya was a grift. You know, people are figuring out that it's a grift. And right now, I, I don't know about you, but I've never seen such scrutiny and, and, and uh, lack of appetite to, to get into a war. And people know what it is now. It's basically you, you send money over there, and then it comes back into the pockets of the politicians and the contractors. Mm-hmm. And people, it's, not, it's now in your face. And I think... I think the Ukraine forever war that they're planning is not going to fly here in the U.S. I think people see the scam. And, you know, one of the candidates, RFK, is calling it a scam. Mm-hmm. So it's it's different this time. The, 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 the scam isn't working as well as it used to. The, the, the propaganda machine is breaking down. I agree with you, certainly. And anytime you see Hillary Clinton uh, popping up to get involved, uh, Clinton Global Initiative coming back to set up shop in Ukraine, uh, you know, obviously that was going to happen at some point. All right. So um, looking, is there any countries uh, on, on Earth where we don't see the same types of trends, deaths and disabilities? Uh, we don't. The problem with the African countries that didn't get it vaccinated is they don't really have good stats because okay. they're third world country. Uh, we're going to take a look at that, but uh, there is a prov- province in India that uh, eschewed the vaccine and used ivermectin, and their death—they basically ended the pandemic, you know, a, a year and a half before we all did. So there's there's pockets of it all over. So. Have you considered taking this information to politicians? I know Ron Johnson has held hearings specifically on the efficacy of the vaccines and the after effects. Uh, you know, is there anybody who has listened to you in power? Well, I did appear before Senator oh, Ron Johnson. Oh, cool. OK. And I did. T- I told I told them what I told your audience today. And I said we have a national security problem mm-hmm. because whatever's gone on has affected the employed uh, more so than the general U.S. population. So we're torching our most able-bodied Americans, and we did the same in the military, so we won't have a standing military in five years. So that, that I call a national security risk. Absolutely. Um, now, unfortunately, Senator Ron Johnson is not in, in the Senate that has power. He's GOP. They don't have power in the Senate, so we can't convene hearings. The, the House is still run by the Republicans. Uh, I've yet to be called to a committee, and so hasn't Dr. Malone and Peter McCall. All the, all the frontline doc, not one of us has been called to a vaccine uh, investigatory committee, they're still, uh, you know, giving a rat's ass about the origins of the, of the virus. Who cares? We all know it came from a lab. Right. We need to shut down this vaccine program. I suspect it's a slow roll. They don't want to talk about it because the implications of what we're talking about here 
are literally the end of many institutions. The CDC, the NIH, the FDA, uh, um, corporate media. I mean, institutions get torched if this comes to light, as they, as they should be, and they have to be raised and rebuilt from the ground. So the implications are pretty stark, and not one politician wants to really uh, face those uh, those interests. No, it's it's kind of shocking. And even Nancy Mace, I mean, I believe she came out and said that she actually had uh, she had adverse effects as a result of the vaccine. But you're right. There hasn't really been the same type of uh, hearings held in the House as there were in the Senate. Uh, so well, what what do you recommend to people if we're uh, going to be raising awareness, if we're going to be convincing people that there is a problem, we need to pay attention to it? Oh, uh, yeah. So we have a website finance technologies with a ph.com has all of our data and all the data since 2022 you can refer people to that you can buy my book hand it to someone and say hey i know you think i'm crazy but read this guy's book the book has been um i've been told been very successful at changing hearts and minds uh you also uh on the slow roll basis you want to surround yourself with uh, like-minded individuals and form networks uh form communities uh, where they have your back. And it's going to be based on shared values, not transactional-based uh, things. You know, I talked to, I, I've spoken before a bunch of rich people who think that their money is going to protect them. And I said, look, if the, if the SHIT really hits the fan, your bodyguards, your cooks, your drivers, they got families, they're going to skedaddle. You need to start making connections with other rich families where you get each other's back. Uh, and, you, you know, you're all going to have to have each other's backs. So you can't you can't rely on paying someone to take care of you. It literally is going to be, who do you want in your foxhole? Now, that's a slow roll thing. I don't think it's going to be an event. But, you know, five, six years from now, I see potentially uh, a global debt crisis really unfolding, wars, madness, chaos. Um, you know, Carlos and I, we're talking today, we're going to put out a report on the federal government debt and the fact that Federal government debt has grown so much that state and local government debt is actually looking pretty good. And right now, of the total uh, public debt, the federal government's 90 percent. In 74, um, it was 66 um, percent. So there's been a power grab. And this all started to really take off after the great financial crisis. So there's been a power grab by the federal government. And you can see it in the tyranny that's being rolled out. And the states are in way better financial shape. So the structural seeds for secession are there. And yeah. I think I think at some point, if we come into a debt crisis, you'll see states secede and maybe issue their own currency. I know that sounds crazy, but that's that I could see that happening five to 10 years from now. Wow. Well, I, I mean, so you, have to, you, have to, you have to figure out what state you want to live in. <laughs> I'll stay in Florida. I'm totally comfortable with that. I mean, that's fine. I feel like the federal government is horribly mismanaged, and it's quite obvious that all of that debt, I mean, it. what are they going to do? I mean, all, th- this is why they keep kicking the can down the road, because they know that there is no solution. I certainly, I don't see any solution at this point. I don't know how that money's going to be paid back. Uh, the only thing that I can think that would make any sense would be to just call it, <laughs> write it off and revalue the currency, perhaps go back to the gold uh, gold standard. Uh, do, do you have any ideas there? Yeah, I don't have a lot of ideas because whatever whatever happens. Uh, so so there's two ways out of this. You default or you inflate. Yeah, they're trying to inflate. I mean, so they, they, they quote unquote say they hate inflation. COVID was a war to reinflate the global economy because it was going to collapse. There was a debt problem. COVID was a was a war. 
And the, the money we spent during COVID was warlike. That created and kick-started the inflation we're seeing today. And their hope is to inflate their way out of this. The problem is, if the inflation grows too fast, too quickly, uh, then you have revolution and revolts. We saw that in the Arab Spring. When, when food costs got to 50% of the middle class's uh, budget, there were the, 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 uh, Arab, you know, the Arab Spring, the riots began. So the, the powers that be know this. So they want, they want slow rolling inflation. Uh, or you can default. A default would be very painful, but it would also be very cleansing. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm more of the advocate of default and reset, not, not the reset they want, <laughs> but yeah, a financial reset. No, I, I'm of the same mind. What's your opinion on going back in the gold standard? Uh, that would be very deflationary, and we'd have a bone-crushing depression for a number of years. Um, so I'm not suggesting we couldn't eventually do that, but uh, it, it, w- there's no way out of this without austerity. Because right. right now, there's too much prolific. There's too many people getting paid to do nothing that with money being created out of thin air. And that's why the, you know so many people are so adamant and 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 so into this cult because they their paychecks depend on. It. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I've heard I heard an alarming stat. There are four four million. Uh, people in this country with high level security clearance. We've got 4 million spooks in this country. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's absurd. It is. I, I just saw that Matt Gates is, uh, I guess, pushing some new legislation that would stop people from abusing their security clearances. I don't exactly know what that means, but, you know, when uh, a couple of years ago, when I saw that uh, former CIA agents were openly running for Congress and getting jobs at the, the tech companies, I, I knew that we were in some deep shit at that point. I mean, there, there was nothing good about that at all. No, no, there's been this um, since since the government spending exploded in 2008, the revolving door, which had always been there, exploded. So the revolving door between, you know, the watchdog agencies and the pharmaceutical companies is well known. Uh, you have uh, tech companies hiring uh, spooks. Uh, and, and, and these people seem to come out of government making, you know, salaries that, uh, you know, wouldn't, you know, pop your eyes to like millions of dollars all of a sudden a tech company. So what you know, Whatever they were doing in the government, they were doing with the idea they were they're going to be rewarded for whatever nonsense they're up to. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, listen, Ed, we're going to open up the phones here. Uh, just for everybody in the audience, we've only got Ed until ten thirty tonight, so we've got our first two callers on the line. Let me just say one more time, thank you so much for joining us and for uh, offering your perspective on all of this stuff. If you guys want to pick up your own copy of Cause Unknown: The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty. You can do that at the in the description. There's a link, but I'm also going to pass out. Oh, Debbie, my mod. Thank you so much, Debbie. Appreciate that. Keep passing that out. And we've got our first caller on the line. Uh, ironically, one of our Australian correspondents, Ed. This is uh, Vector117. Vector, welcome back to the program. Good to see you. Hello, Zach. Hello, Ed. Pleasure to meet you. Hello to your audience. Uh, it's been a little while. I've been very busy. It's good to see you again, Zach. I know that you've been extremely busy. And hello to your guest, Ed. Very interesting. Uh, Ed, I used to be a financial planner um, from Brisbane in Australia, and uh, I used to do a lot of risk insurance uh, like for all kinds of people, so I understand about uh, the insurance companies. And I thought to myself, what's going on in their minds as they're paying out uh, all of these? Ex- I'm assuming they're having to pay out a lot of money because all these people are dying younger and the, the stats are up, so you reckon they're just increasing the premiums, which are already very high in the first place. Um, so who's buying all this insurance? And uh, I I'm not sure that that's sustainable, like a lot of the, the businesses in that 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Space are going to go bankrupt, surely, or the reinsurers. Uh, what are your comments, sir? I agree. Longer term, the insurance industry has some big problems. They, they raised group life policy prices with the expectation that eventually uh, this excess mortality would trend back down. It hasn't. So they're going to probably uh, report some losses uh, later this year. Their whole life policies that they sold prior to COVID, they can't reprice because those big policies were bought uh, before. So a lot of them have been scrambling and selling to reinsurers. So some of the reinsurers bought a bunch of bad paper. Uh, there was one uh, deal I saw in, in 2022, uh, or the fourth quarter of 21, reported in 22, where Aegon sold 1.7 million whole life uh, policies, very high high dollar amount whole life policies to Winton Reed, 
And the, on the conference call, the, the uh, sell-side analyst asked the CEO and CFO, this deal looks horrendous. Why would you do this? The economics are awful. Well, I suspect they knew what was going on. Uh, they won't admit it. And they sold uh, Winton Ree what looks like a bad trade at the time. It's going to be a home run trade, you know, three, four, five years from now. Um, so this is going on. There's people uh, trying to figure out what's going on internally in their own companies. The big write-offs are going to come probably next year or 25 when they have to reassess their long-term mortality uh, uh, assumptions for the whole life policies. The group life, they'll just keep pricing up. And, and what I suspect will happen is a lot of companies will drop group life as a as a freebie benefit. So, you know. Well, and they have, pre- well they'll have exclusions on uh, vaccine injuries. They'll just be like blanket. If you've been in- injured by vaccine, we, we're not paying out on future policies. That's the only way I can see that they're going to be able to make this uh, affordable. So can I, can I ask, good luck to them. Can I ask you a question, Ed? Uh, I had heard early on that um, insurance companies were refusing to pay out on uh, deaths of people who had died during the pandemic, because apparently in the case of of a pandemic, the, apparently they had in the in the bylaws that uh, they didn't have to pay out. Do, do you know if that was true? I never heard that. I never okay. ver- I heard it, but I never verified it. I okay. ne- it. It seemed to be an Internet story for okay. the most part. All right. Um, and, and how about other types of insurance? Um, I mean, obviously, a, a company that sells life insurance may also sell like homeowners and, uh, and auto insurance. Uh, do you think they're amortizing the, the, the costs throughout these uh, other types of insurance or are they keeping it all within the life policies? Because I don't know about other places in the country, but down here in Florida, our, our rates have been uh, dramatically increased across the board. Well, uh, homeowners insurance is going up definitely in climate sensitive areas because there, there's this belief that there's a imminent climate disaster. So that's going on. Auto insurance has been going up because accidents have increased since vaccination. Imagine that. So there's been a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of um, auto accidents and the incidence of it has gone up dramatically. So everyone's auto insurance is going up. Hmm. Mm. That um, makes sense. So people are dying suddenly behind the wheel. Yeah, uh, well, well, it makes sense. Well, on Maui, uh, we had a mysterious. Just this is anecdotal, of course, but there was a uh, there's a divided highway with no, you know, just it, just some dirt between the two the the, the two lane highways. And at eight in the morning, uh, an individual crossed the median and slammed into a semi trailer. Uh, and was killed instantly. Mm. Um, eight in the morning is not the time when people are partying and whatnot. So it's just very odd. And we have all sorts of uh, people have, uh, anecdotally on my have been talking about the driving seems a lot worse. And I suspect it's due to people's uh, cognitive defects from the vaccine, um, motor skills d- diminishing, not even knowing that they're injured. Mm. Crazy, crazy. All right, Vector, do you have anything else for Ed, buddy? Yeah, I just wanted to ask about the gold standard and, uh, you know, all of that sort of thing. That would probably be not a bad idea. But as far as paying the trillions of dollars that the United States owes, I mean, President Trump talks about this becoming energy independent and tapping all the oil wealth and other resources that you have and selling them to Europe so that they're not buying it from Russia and and essentially making America uh, energy independent again, paying off the debt and doing it with with energy and backing the dollar with uh, something that people need and want and creates everything else. It's because America's got so much 
oil, ladies and gents, more than everyone else. Like, let's face it, you know, you, we just need the permission to be able to use it to drill an anwar, drill baby drill, by the way, and, um, you know, process all of that oil in all the refineries in Texas. Um, America has the infrastructure. So, you know, uh, I, I say that let's get back to uh, obviously giving people a choice. If they want to buy an electric car, then you do that. But it's not really suitable, definitely not for Australia because it's such a big place. So we're going to rely on these gasoline engines and we're going to need solid partners to buy our energy, which should, should be the United States of America, not the fucking Middle East, like where we've got to go and s- spill our blood in all these endless wars. It's stupid and ridiculous. So let's go back to being energy independent. It's good for America. It's good for your allies here in Australia. And... um uh, that's the key to paying the bills. I mean, President Trump knows this. I've heard him talk about this plenty of times, but yeah. just for me, it's a no-brainer. Let's get the country back to work. That starts with the energy. Uh, number two, seal the border. If you don't seal that border, like everything's going to start spiraling out of control, ladies and gents. Uh, you're going to see shit happening like in Europe. It's going to be way worse than it is now. So there's that as well. Got to clamp down on all the crime. Um just to stabilize the country, you know, and start uniting all of the truth about what's been happening has to come out. People need to know just how bad things are. And uh, we need to literally, um, uh, metaphorically speaking, but the mainstream media need to be destroyed. They, they, they can't continue on doing what they're doing, uh, weaponizing everything against us. You know, this is why we're engaged in the information war in the first place. But uh, the crux of the question was, can oil pay the bills? And what do you think about securing the, uh, uh, you know, the financial future of the United States through energy independence? Go ahead, sir. Uh, That's definitely something that needs to be looked at. And, you know, you you saw what was going on in the economy before when uh, Trump had the energy uh, policies that he had. And then the moment Biden came in, first executive order out of Biden was to uh, shut down the Keystone Pipeline. That was the first. So so this there seems to be these two camps. One camp is uh, um, clean energy. The other camp is more realistic, uh, you know, using fossil fuels. Uh, the, it's the, a scam, the, the clean energy is a scam. No, like no, all those no. turbines are in, you know, it's bad. No, it's a scam to control. And, and it's it, it also accomplishes depopulation. If you go to clean energy and get rid of nuclear and fossil, you're going to people are going to die. That's just straight up truth. I mean, how do we make our fertilizers if we don't have natural gas? There's this is this has been the uh, the mechanism that allowed humanity to expand the way that it has, and because we've got chemical fertilizers and we're able to produce a lot more food, lots more, you know. And then they started selling us on the GMO and saying, "Oh, we're going to need this to be able to feed the world." Well, guess what? The you know it's poison, and we all know it, and we're all becoming sick from it. So please don't eat GM foods. And Zach definitely. Uh, Whenever I'm cooking, I make sure I get out of my way that I'm not getting anything that's GMO. Good. Never, good. ever. <laughs> um, and before I go, I just have to let you know, I cut my finger pretty bad. Ooh. Oh, uh, man. I can't really see, but um, it's about a quarter of an inch, a third of an inch deep <sighs> into my my finger, and it bled like a fucking stuck pig. And last <laughs> night, I took a bandage off and uh, bled all over the kitchen, guys, like lots of blood. Dude, and but, it, it was for years... I never had health insurance. Luckily, I mean, I went to ready care for this. It was like 75 bucks and they threw five stitches and put the top of my finger back on. <clears throat> but uh, for years, I would just I just had super glue at the ready <laughs> and I would super glue my cuts shut. So uh, it's worth having on hand if you get cut super bad again. I just strapped it up real tight and yeah. uh, I, I had to continue working. So I worked yeah. an extra couple of hours yesterday. 
all of my impl- uh, fellow employees, there was everybody there in the sh- basically in the in the place. Yeah. Uh, so when I cut myself, I sort of called the butcher, and then he's like had a bit of a look, and we went into like the out the back where the first aid kit was and everything, and just the amount of blood that was, everyone looked like they were going to pass out. Bro. <laughs> It was pretty fucking funny. Well, um, I'm, my I'm, boss, because she had to administer first aid. She's, I'm just smiling and laughing because I'm used to this shit. You know, I'm, I'm totally not another day at the office. Well, but yeah, I could tell that multiple people were going to pass out, bro. I'm glad you're okay, dude. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, Vector. I was going to bleed out. I better go. But Much yeah, I thought love. I'd tell you that funny story. I appreciate it, brother. Much love. Good to see you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Peace. Ed. Nice to meet you. Thanks, Zach. Bye, love. Much see love. You know, much love. <laughs> All right. So, uh, real quick, uh, when I uh, suggested the gold standard, do you think that there's uh, a realistic possibility of rather than just picking gold or, or picking oil, uh, that perhaps uh, pinning the dollar to a series of uh, precious metals or commodities or something like that, would that allow us uh, to go through an easier financial transition rather than just trying to force it into a, a, a round peg through a square hole? Uh, th- there's no way around the austerity that's coming. Uh, okay. I mean, it, it just is. And um, but the question is, how do we, you know, the, the, the powers that be want to reset all this because they know it's going to implode. So if you know it's going to implode, they want to control it and then they want to issue a CBDC. Mm-hmm. So the, the battle is, is, is for CBDC and slave system versus non. And so there's pain either way. So we're going to get pain either way. Who wins the battle for uh, how we transact and how we, uh, you know, exchange uh, goods and services with each other? Okay. That's the battle. And crypto, crypto will be a part of that. That'll be a black market thing. Gold will be a part of it. Silver will be a part of it. Other precious metals. But, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not the guy that's going to create the system. But I will tell you, I'm not going to be for the system where um, everything I do is tracked and uh, I can be, you know, uh, you know, the CBDC allows them to basically get, put quotas in all your purchases. Right. And I'm not right. going to be I'm not going to have uh, lack of freedom in whatever I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think the preppers are the ones who are going to win out in this instance. All right. Next caller coming in. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name and make sure that you mute the stream in the background? Fran boys. Hey, what's up, Fran? Good to hear from you, buddy. Good, good, good. Thanks, Zach. Wow, did you score a guest tonight? I love this guy. I sure did, I yeah. On, uh, you have been in all the time. Ed, thank you so much for what you do. Thank you. So I had a few questions. So I've noticed a trend. I'm a little bit older. I'm uh, 56. I've noticed some trends. When people start getting uh, happy with their 401ks and they get comfortable, all of a sudden there's turmoil. And their 401s just disappear. You understand what I'm talking about? Is there a trend that's happening? This is happening on purpose. Am I correct? Uh, well, there's cycles that, that the powers that be can't uh, avoid. They don't want to be the ones that manage the economic implosion. Uh, the economic implosion was already baked into the cake uh, when the system was invented. Uh, we've kind of reached maximum global debt. And it has to uh, collapse. And, you know, you, you are correct. When people, uh, their bank accounts are big and, and fat, they don't really notice what's going on and they, they, they feel contented. And the moment those start going to south, they get in fear and want solutions. So when the 401ks really start to get hit, and they've already started to get hit, but when they really start to get uh, degraded, um, 
and I, we, we're, we're expecting sometime next year uh, some big uh, issues. And start, it's already starting, but over the next 6 to 12 months, uh, there's a chance they may try to introduce the CBDC uh, at maximum fear and pain when uh, you know, stocks are a lot lower, unemployment's a lot higher, and people are in fear. And I think that's coming. There's definitely, you know, they tell you, listen to what they say. Soros and the WEF and these folks are talking about something called the poly crisis. What the hell is that? The poly crisis is a multiple crises happening at the same time, and they list them. Climate, uh, climate uh, disaster, um, pandemic, so they expect another pandemic to get thrown in the mix. Uh, financial collapse. Uh, cyber uh, uh, attack and war, just good old fashioned war. And they're, ca- they're, they're calling for all of them. So why would you call for them unless you had knowledge that they were all coming at the same time? It's almost like you don't care. You know, in, uh, that, uh, another point is so if you're 65 and up, back in the day, you didn't have 401ks, you had company pension plans. Mm hmm. Now, a lot of those are coming to fruition. I mean, they're, they're, they're at the point where people are collecting. And I can't help but think that a lot of this revolves around that. It's easy pickings. They're, they're after these, these municipalities and things like that, and they're going to steal their pensions. Absolutely, and they can't pay the pensions. There's too much... There's too many state and local government uh, and federal employees that are on pensions that they can't pay. Uh, so you, you, you steal one of two ways um, or three ways. You default and don't pay them or you inflate away their pension or you just um, kill them through war and uh, vaccines and other 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 ways. See, it seems like there's a, a lot of pensions that have just completely fallen apart as well from from bad investments and uh, putting their money in places that were just you know not financially sound. Well, they're, I guess they're, they're still they're, shoring them up. They're try, well. They're, most of the pensions are still underfunded, mm-hmm. meaning they have a liability they need to pay out, but they don't have enough assets to pay them out because of the asset markets and the low interest rates that we've had forever. Okay. All right, uh, Fran and the boys, uh, do you have anything else for Ed? Yeah, I had some questions about what you see with, with the emergence of cancers and, and what, kind of, what kind of types of cancers. I've noticed uh, where I live that uh, 45 and older, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. All of a sudden, there's all these rare illnesses and cancers going on and you know, they're not dropping over. I've had four people in my neighborhood, and I live in a remote part of Minnesota out in the middle of nowhere, close to the border of Canada. And these some of these old-timers have just dropped dead. And uh, everybody around here just seems to ignore it, you know, which I'm sure it's the same thing everywhere. But uh, I know it's not a coincidence yeah. Yeah. So we have we have some data. So basically, we analyzed the UK disability system. It's called the Personal Independence Payment System, and cancers started taking off in 2022, up 35 percent excess claims. And the types of cancers uh, are breast, 
you know, uh, blood cancers, your, your pancreas, all sorts of cancers. Yeah, my, my dad died. My dad died last year, and he had been uh, leukemia-free for five years. And, of course, he fully vaxxed, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, it all came back, and away he went. Yeah, so apparently, uh, I'm not a doctor, but what, what, what we're hearing is turbo cancers, meaning if you had cancer and it's in remission, you take the vax, there's a chance that it reignites and it comes back so fast that they've some of these oncologists are saying they've never seen cancers this aggressive before. Yeah, and this is being this is being reported. And you know, look, this this vaccine kills a number of ways. It can do heart damage. It can do clots. It can do kidney failure, failure, liver failure, neurological problems, and of course, cancer. It's a bioweapon. It's a bioweapon. Yeah, right. I know. I understand. So, so I'm a retired military, and I, all my. Re- retirement my pension comes from the military what's going to happen to my pension if the shit hits the fan well i, I think, think it's down the road so you know if, if i'm you i just uh um you know buy if you can if you don't already own land buy more land uh you know be as yeah be as independent as you can and when you said you were old, fifty six, I'm fifty six. I, I don't consider myself old. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not the age; it's the miles. <laughs> I, went, I went into combat for the first time in Iraq when I was thirty eight. Oh God! Uh, all right, so, so yeah, you got more miles than me. I got it. <laughs> oh man! You know, I, so I was also interested in what you thought about Bitcoin and what's going to happen to that. Uh, well, I. I, I I will teeter back and forth all the time. I don't know if it's a godsend or a, uh, a demon. Well, Bitcoin uh, hit a high of, I think, 60000 last year. And uh, it ain't coming back anytime soon, but it's going to be around. And I, don't view, I wouldn't view Bitcoin as an investment vehicle, but I'd look at it as a potential store of, uh, of wealth. It should be, you know, one part of your portfolio, but not the whole thing. I mean, gold coins are still good well, in my book. Same as silver. Yeah. Silver and gold coins are still good in my book. Yeah. I would view Bitcoin as a store of wealth. Don't get all, you know, the Bitcoin heady days, I think, are, are, are behind us. So no million dollar moonshot anytime soon. <laughs> no. Oh. All right. Um, Go ahead, Fred. What do you think about the combo of... of uh... So, so we got the vaccines, and we we know they're poisoning our food. Is there a? Are you able to factually correlate our food poisoning almost like we the vax? Uh, I did. You got you broke up there. So can you repeat the question? I'm, I'm wondering about our food poisoning. And yeah, look, they're doing like my. They've been poisoning the food forever. I mean, in, in the early 90s, uh, Monsanto pitched to farmers, you desiccate the wheat with Roundup rather than the old traditional way. So all the, all the wheat in the 90s is basically soaked in uh, pesticides, which wreaks havoc mm-hmm. on your gut. Um, all the processed foods have way too much sugar. Americans are morbidly obese for the most part. If you've ever seen some of the beach photos of Venice Beach in the 70s, you know, and are any photos from the seventies of anybody anywhere in the I beach? I was there. I was. I was there. I, I got to go to Long Beach 
1977 for two weeks. Yeah, everybody's thin. I got the first kiss from a girl, and everybody was skinny back then. Yeah. So what, what's happened is uh, the, the poison is a slow roll uh, of um, seed oils, uh, um, fructose uh, syrup, uh, uh, GMOs, desiccation, uh, desiccating the wheat uh, in uh, Roundup. And so what you have is you basically you become insulin resistant and you never tap into the fat on your body and you start to grow immensely large over time. And until you change your eating habits and eating styles, you're just kind of doomed to like, uh, uh, like being lethargic and fat. It's true. What, what about other, other products that we use? You know, you, I can't help but think about Batman and the Joker and how we put all those different chemicals and all our hair care products and everything else. And do you, uh, do you think there is some, le- you know, legitimate cause to be concerned about that sort of thing? Uh, look, the advent of chemicals in the fifties and sixties definitely plays a role in the whole, in the whole mix. There's toxins everywhere in our toothpaste, in our shampoo, in our shaving cream. I, you know, I, I try to use natural soap. I try to wash my hair as infrequently as, as possible. I use soap more often than not. There are ways around it. Uh, you know, if you had told me 20 years ago, I'd be hanging out on Maui with a bunch of hippies. Uh, I would have told you you're insane. The hip, hip, right. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I don't like some of what the hippies do, but they, they certainly uh, avoid uh, toxicity at all costs. Mm-hmm. Right. It's such a. It's it's such a mind f right now. Yeah. I mean, you don't know whether you're coming or going half the time. But Ed, thank you so much for what you do. You are an important voice, and I listen to you. I have been for a long time, and. Uh, God bless you, and will be in my prayers, and keep up the good fight. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you for hanging the boys. We'll see you soon, buddy. Appreciate the call. All right. Next caller coming in. If I had to guess, this might be Casey. Caller, make sure you mute that stream, and can we get your name? Hey, it's Casey. Uh, Thoughts. So. Good evening, Ed and Zach. And Zach, I hope your mom's doing much better. She's on her way to recovering. So, yes, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. We'll keep praying for Thank you, sir. Uh, I, I want to talk to Ed about, you know, the government and the and the spooks. Uh, I've always said that the swamp is so deep and, and wide, it has tides. Um, and in the, in the sense of the spooks, I've actually gone to saying, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spook, because they're everywhere. Uh, <laughs> you can say that again, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, quickly, Zach, I want to do a quick housekeeping because last weekend you didn't take any calls, but uh, Doobie was always very uh, authentic and uh, stimulating. But that uh, Boyd Anderson dude, I don't know if you read any of the the rumble rants, but uh, the bullshit meter went off five or six times. I I read all of them. I read all of them. And believe me, you know, I, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be rude, but, you know, I was ready for the show to end. And uh, and that's why we didn't take any calls. But Duppy will be back for part three and we're going to do exclusively calls from the audience. So well, I'd like you to have Boyd back to explain some of that uh, bullshit, because when he said that between uh, uh, Kirk and the 
uh, he's Brennan and the Satanist, and he, he called, uh, I'm guessing, Michael Aquino, General Aquino, and he had never reached uh, 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 more than Colonel. Yeah. So yeah. it's like right there, and it's like I think he would have spent better time instead of, you know, researching all this shit and moving gold and flights and everything, if you just researched how shitty a goalie was that gave up five goals in three minutes and seven seconds. I, 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 I think he had a lot more truth going on. I, th- you know? I think you're right. You know, I just I felt like it would be better served on uh, his own platform. So I just uh, I was ready to get out of there at that point. But here we're here I, to talk I to Ed. So. Go ahead to ask Andrew Ed, your question. And I obviously love the financial aspects of the whole COVID scamdemic, if you will. I mean, I, I think of what Indiana. They had seen like an 18% death rate, and that was at the very beginning, you know, and I'm sure it's only gotten larger from there. So the metrics right there, they had never seen more than I could think of 4%, and that was like during wartime. So that's just the tip of the iceberg to tell you financially that I I almost think, and I want to get Ed's opinion of this, that uh, the whole COVID thing, not only for mail-in balloting, part of it was probably to pay off the, the huge debt that Obamacare has been created in this respect. The only I don't way know about to get the people that are old, you know. Well, I was saying COVID, COVID was definitely cover for uh, a global economic collapse because the, the one thing that's very misunderstood is the system needs constant credit growth. And credit was contracting in the fall of 2019. And you needed an excuse to create more credit and uh, and to prop up the system. And, and you didn't remember, it needs ever-increasing amounts of credit created to, to keep, take care of the old credit. And so we were about to roll into a global economic collapse in the fall of 2019. And then, thankfully for the powers that be, COVID comes along and they were able to create new credit and new spending beyond anything we've ever seen. The balance sheet of the Fed, they printed 65% more money uh, and money printing is the same as debt creation. They, they 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 added you know huge amounts of debt, and that was able to prop up the system and reinflate the system for only a couple of years. And now we're rolling over again. So they're going to need an even bigger scam to justify the spending. And that's why humbly I would submit this alien disclosure nonsense is part of a potential psyop to get everyone scared about aliens so we have to spend on space defense, <laughs> which would be a government bonanza to create more debt and keep the system going, keep the party yeah. going. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm so or, cynical at this point. And I think you're or right. They I mean, have to justify all the spending that they did do already on the space force. And, you know, the $2 trillion that was missing on September 10th, they ever have to do an audit. They're screwed, and they know it. Well, yeah, and so the pension plans—that's why they have to keep printing and growing. Yeah, and that, and and, and it, it's getting to the point where it's absurd. The last one was COVID. Now they're going to need something even bigger than COVID, and it's either war or aliens. 
I, I think you're absolutely oh, right. Yeah. And to what you were saying earlier, Ed, about you know people uh, you know being openly uh, opposed to the action in Ukraine. I think you're right. I, I feel like all of society are just like we've had enough of endless wars, and I really do feel that that's why they're now pushing this alien invasion meme. I've been waiting for the last better part of a decade for them to just admit that aliens are here, and now we have to uh, band to fight against them. And I think we're right on the cusp of that. Go go ahead, Casey. Well, I was going to say, and the whole thing with the aliens and Space Force, all those high-temperature precious metals, palladium in particular, the number one source is, is Russia. You know, yes. all the heavy rockets, all right, short of, you know, Elon and what he's doing, and God knows who he's conspiring with, hopefully the White Hat, but all the palladium comes out of, out of Russia, you know, and it's like you Latin can't get too. those high-temperature metals to reach the Van Allen belt, if you will. So just think about, you know, the investing factor in that. So I don't think we're at war with Russia, especially not over Ukraine. So I think if it is UFOs, it's going to be something in parallel with Space Force. And there, and there's just too many uh, conspiracy, not conspiracy, but coincidences with Trump and Space Force and the, the bigger picture. But And, and I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor, although I am a tree surgeon and I've got branches all over town and I can just look at your limbs. Uh, but to say with this whole pandemic, uh, you know, uh, we started and they rolled out the uh, anal testing, uh, the Chinese, and they discovered it in the sewer systems. They discovered it in the New York sewer systems. That's like a vet. You got a sick dog. What do you do? You bring in a stool sample. All right. That's how you detect COVID. That's how you detect a disease is what comes out of you when they didn't want to do it. And they wanted to go with the nasal swabs. You know what? That told you right there. They aren't going with the right metrics for detection. So if it's not detection, it's deflection. And you don't have to have anything but practicality, pragmatism. And frankly, you know, got to be a procrastinist because that's what it was with the shots. I waited for everybody else to take the shots and see what happens. And guess what? I didn't get sick. So I just look at it. You got to kind of be an old fashioned horse doctor to say, you know what? This looks, and we aren't anywhere near the water. Nope. All right, Casey, listen, we've got to take our our next two callers because we've only got 10 minutes left, but thank you very much for the call. I appreciate you. All right, guys. Have a right. great weekend. You don't talk to you tomorrow. Hopefully, right. you'll take calls. All right. Well, we're taking All calls right. tomorrow. We're God taking bless. calls tomorrow. God bless you. We'll see you. Okay. All right. And final two callers of the night, you guys. If you're not on the line, don't get on the line. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Yeah. Hey, Zach and uh, Ed. It's Vortex Guy. Vortex Guy. Welcome back to the show. Good to hear from you. Good to, good to hear from you and Ed. We, uh, have used some of your statistics to call into senators and congressmen to persuade them to quit worrying so much about the uh, the origins of uh, C-19, but to maybe stop and take a look at what's ahead and maybe try to actually save some lives in the future. Zach, as you know, my sister died suddenly. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? My daughter texted me and I was making sure there wasn't an emergency. 
Oh, I was just saying that uh, we're we're trying to save lives rather than maybe worry so much about going back to the origins right at the moment Amen. of COVID-19 and actually save some lives in the future. As you know, yes. um, my sister died suddenly. Absolutely. Anyway, questioning, questioning the legality of this new COVID-19 across my mind. I, I know now we've had the Novavax injection on top of the others that have been renewed. And, um, you know, it was said to be approved, and they're, they're totally trying to fool us that it's approved and, and it's still emergency use authorization. But, you know, they, they said over six months, and it's very sneaky verbiage. They've done testing on, what, eight or ten rats, and there's still no real informed consent. So to comply with emergency use authorization, it does require that they no other treatments available, as I understand it. And the FB, FDA, as I understand also, has recently finally allowed the use of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine for off-label use. So if there are indeed alternative treatments, how do they legally have emergency use authorization and, vo- and avoid the liability for injury or death? Okay, I'm going to just tell you something. That's brilliant. I hadn't considered that. And I'm going to try to get in touch with some people uh, and tell them this is something we could we can we can att- uh, attack them with. You, you, if they approved it under EUA, but they, they they claim it's approved, but they're sneaky sneakily doing it under EUA. And I know you're correct on that. Mm-hmm. But yet there's alternative treatments legally. This this vaccine shouldn't be issued. Yeah, I I, I think that's brilliant. Just I'm going to try to uh, talk to some people about that. Thank you for that. Well, and and you know just oh, j- just yeah. to add to that. Well, Vect- Vortex, one second. I'm honored that you would. I'm honored that you would think that. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the ivermectin, as I understand now, is is totally supposed to be legal for it is alternative use. Yes, it's been yeah, it's been no, that's, listed. That's on... brilliant. It, it, that's brilliant because that in the, if they are approving it under EUA as a technicality so they can't get sued they just screwed themselves so that's I, i'm going to make some people aware of that well and the the mayo clinic updated their website a week ago and added uh hydroxychloroquine as an acceptable treatment for covid19 i covered it and then within about 48 hours they removed it from the website but the fact that they put it out there means that it's got to be on record someplace else as well and i'm pretty sure the fda has record of ivermectin being a, an appropriate treatment for it so that is both of those could be used. Excellent. Wonderful. Okay. Maybe we've got something here. Good stuff. Awesome. All right, Vortex, uh, do you have anything else for Ed? Uh, if not, we're going to jump on to the last caller. No, you just go on with the next caller. Ed, we, we so appreciate the work you're doing. Been following you totally on War Room. Haven't seen you on there in a while. I hope everything's uh, working out a little bit better over there in, in Hawaii. Yeah, we're getting by. Uh, recovery is slow. I feel so bad for all the people who lost homes and loved ones. Um, you know, there's a lot of speculation as to what happened, but I tell people, don't focus on what happened. Focus on what is going to happen. Are they going to try to steal the land? Yes, that's that. That's called disaster capitalism. They do it all over the country every time this happens. So, mm-hmm. so let's uh, tell them to stop worrying about why it happened. Just stop what's going to happen. It's a good way. Everybody's to look at in it. our prayers. You take care, you guys. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We'll appreciate it. See you soon. Bye bye. All right, and our final caller is Paul. 
And Ed, I, I love that uh, that that point of view on this. You're right. A lot of people get kind of hung up in the you know the what ifs and 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 trying to figure out why or how something happened. But I mean, what's coming down the pike is a lot more important, as far as I'm concerned. Paul, you're on the air. How you doing? Yeah, go ahead and mute the stream. Yes, I am. Hold on. Uh, I was in the Wow. Okay. Hey guys. Um, Welcome. First time caller, long time listener. Hey, um, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we've got you loud and clear. Yeah, just commenting. I've uh, been following Ed for a while and uh, found him on your show. You know, just to comment, I actually work. I'm a retired IT guy and been working in a care home for about two years. And we've had waves of individuals, residents, as we call them, pass away recently. And I've seen this in sequences where, like, every six months, we get a two-month phase of people passing away. And it's just nonstop. Um, They go from, you know, they're very healthy. They all have an incident. No one knows what happens. And then they die. Um, It's just been unreal. And it doesn't seem to me um, that... Anybody's aware of this, you know, it should almost be, I feel it as an emotional person, you know, when this happens and everybody just looks at it like it's uh, just normal. You know, we work in a care home and this is okay. Um, Secondly, I'm 53 and the illnesses around me and my friends, um, it's just incredible. One of the things, at least in our area, we have a high rate of uh, dialysis going on. Mm. I probably know five or six people who have had kidney issues and they're now on dialysis. And in my lifetime, I've never been that close to dialysis. Um, Paul, do you know if these people are vaccinated? Oh, for sure. Okay. You know. I am a unique individual. I work in this care home, and I'm not. Good for you. Good yeah, for you. So, so, uh, so, so, yeah, Ed, you know, to Paul's point, you know, one thing that occurred to me very early on uh, was if, um, if if there was going to be kind of a cleansing of society, if they wanted to get rid of, you know, the uh, the outliers, like the weakest aspects of society, uh, they would work to take out those elderly, infirmed, the people with comorbidities. And so obviously there was a lot of deaths in uh, in care homes and nursing homes early on. But, you know, Paul is saying that every six months there seems to be a wave. Have you noticed anything like that? Yeah, so uh, the disabilities, it's called mor- morbidity leads mortality so we had a um we had a, sp- uh, a spike into september 22 and then we had a rash of uh, sudden deaths starting to pick up again and in, in, in uh 2023 then it slowed down and now we have disability spiking again in june of 2023 i expect deaths to pick up you know uh starting in a, in a couple months so that was june by November, December, January, February, March, we should, you know, according to what uh, uh, he just said, it comes in waves for some reason. Again, I, I couldn't tell you why. I don't know why, but it does seem to be doing that kind of, the kind of, you know, disabilities, then deaths, disability, then it slows down, then it happens again. 
perhaps with people in care homes. I mean, they're obviously, um, you know, they're they're being taken care of. So perhaps the uh, uh, the nurses or the doctors are forcing these boosters and uh, additional shots on them. Could be. I would suspect. I would suspect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to look through my data for kidney uh, disease and uh, see if I can find I I can't find it at the moment, but we have data on kidney stuff. It seems every body system has gone off the rails uh, in 2022 in the UK in the disability system, every body system. A hematological, which is blood disorders, went off the charts 500 percent, 25 standard deviations, which is cuckoo land. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, listen, Paul, we're at the end of the show. I want to say thank you so much for listening, and I appreciate you calling in tonight. God bless you guys. God bless Thanks you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Uh, Ed, thank you so much for uh, giving us the time tonight. I've been following your work since you first came on the scene. I've reported on your findings on a number of different occasions. So it's a, a, a great honor to be able to have you here with us live on the show. Um, at the end of the program, I always like to ask my guests, you know, what would you most like for the listeners to take from our conversation tonight? Well, when we're talking about these trends are real, they're happening uh, I'm 150 to 200% convinced it's the vaccines. Uh, if it's not, then why is there silence on these figures, which leads back to the vaccine? So it's the vaccines. I think this is the issue of all issues. Uh, if you can red pill someone on this issue, they'll go investigate a whole host of other things. I think this is a, an opportunity, as tragic as this is, it's an opportunity for a grand awakening because poisoning uh, uh, the population is a bridge too far, and that's going to wake up a lot of people. So As tragic as this is, I think it's a great opportunity to uh, add more people to the uh, world as we see it understanding, which is the world that is presented to us is nothing like the reality of the situation. Absolutely. All right. Before we sign off, final thank yous over here on the foxhole. Karen Allen, thank you so much for the cookies. She also says uh, they can they can shove the bugs where the sun don't shine. Uh, I am definitely uh, uh, feeling you on that sentiment. One, two, three, SKG. Thank you for the can. Slug Trail, thanks for the cookie. Castle Drummer, thanks for the shades. Donna Bo Libby, thanks for the cookie. And Just Josie says, uh, thank you for a great guest. And then Coyote Patriot over on Rumble says, Ed, do you think people learned from COVID and won't freak out over the next multiple crises coming in the next year? It's clown world and people see it, but uh, they may freak out over an economic pain. Thank you to Zach and Ed. Yes, Ed, a, a final question. Do you, do you think that people have learned uh, and they'll be able to weather the storm, so to speak? Well, one of the good news is when I started my journey years ago, understanding the financial system and talked about what I thought was coming, people thought I was crazy more and more people are waking up. So I think there's a good chunk of us who are not going to be afraid. And I don't think whatever they try to impose uh, will fly, but you have to not comply Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of people did comply the last time. And all you need is 5% of the population to say no, and they don't have enough guards and security people and enforcement uh, personnel to, to, to make compliance needs you to comply. And if you don't, the system of uh, enforcement breaks down. So whatever it is, don't comply. All right. Amen. Uh, Thank you once again for being here tonight, Ed. Thank you, everybody out there in the audience. I'll be back tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Until that time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.